0: Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. 409 here at the station. Um, 79 degrees with some heavy rain. Somebody says it's uh, coming down like monsoons. Trying to get my story to open up here. Hang on one second. It's not letting me open anything up now. Um. Just guys, I'm trying to open up this breaking new news story that just came. I, I mean, it's not not breaking, breaking, but something you should be aware about, that mosquitoes with West Nile virus have been found in Lackawanna County, found again in Lackawanna County. Investigators found West Nile virus and mosquitoes in Taylor, Old Forge, and Oliphant, according to a Lackawanna County news release issued Wednesday. The mosquitoes were in the 800 block of Sibley Avenue, Old Forge, Candela Park, and near Wargo Park, Oliphant, and the three hundred block of Oak Street in Taylor. This makes the second detection of the virus in the county this summer. No human infections have been um, have been identified or, or noticed yet. Now everything's shutting off. What's going on here? Huh. Let's see what happens in a second here. Uh, Yeah, trying to pull up the story. For some reason, it's not letting me pull it up now. Maybe because it just came out. But we are getting pummeled by storms right now here in our area. Uh, There was a study. I saw this in Yahoo Finance. A study after study shows that working from home leads to more efficient and higher quality work. So why do companies want people back in the office? And here are the three reasons that they're coming up with. Now, again, study after study show that working from home leads to more efficiency and higher quality work. This has been done in a lot of places. This study has been widespread, and it's getting harder and harder to uh, to argue from employers that simply want their their people home. So downsizing is one of the reasons that companies one of the main reasons companies would want people back in the office. For a company preparing to downsize, forcing staff to come back to the office. Can potentially provide an effective strategy to avoid or reduce layoffs. Companies that require in-person work report more problems with staff turnovers according to criteria's 2022 hiring benchmark report. So, you know, they they get on on April, they give some examples. On April 28th, Lyft CEO David Riser revealed that employees would have to come to work for the office at least three days a week. This came in conjunction with Lyft announcing another round of layoffs or letting go 13% of the workforce in November. So basically, they want to get people in to have an excuse to fire them or find out who they need to weed out. So that's one of the reasons. Another one is collaboration. According to the analysis from Microsoft, working from home during a pandemic caused Microsoft employee groups to be less interconnected, less collaborative, and more siloed. While some forms of communication, such as email, increased as a result of remote work, Microsoft's analysis found that it's more difficult for employees to convey complex information while working remotely. So if you're doing any sort of team projects, if you're doing any sort of team, the remote working didn't need to deal with it. Uh, and paranoia. A 2022 study from Microsoft found an employee production increased, productivity increased across several measures, and yet 85% of leaders say they had difficulty believing employees were being productive during hybrid work. Traditional visual cues of productivity have become limited. According to ExpressVPN, uncertainty and unease about what employees are doing is the primary reason employers are interested in surveillance. In a January 2021 study, 57% of bosses said they don't trust their employees to work without in-person supervision. Now, even though... All of, the, all of the metrics show that they're more productive and more efficient and a higher work quality. Employers, some employers, can't believe the numbers before their eyes. They're paranoid and they think that they need to supervise them. They need to see for themselves. And it goes back to... If you have years of experience and you can do your eight-hour job in six hours, if you're home, does it matter? Now, it's taken you years to perfect that skill. It's taken you years to get your plan down to where you can be more efficient and do the things you do. If you're done with your workload for that day, if you are producing more, simply because Certain employers want to keep an eye on you. They want to be on on top of you because they're not believing. Regardless if you're producing more, regardless if you're producing a better product, be it whatever that product is, be it your services from home. The mere fact that they want to oversee you is more of a personal issue for them. They want to make sure their job is secure. Because if everybody's doing a great job remotely from home, wouldn't you think they need less supervisors? Wouldn't you think they need less directors? Wouldn't you think they need less vice presidents or overseers or assistant directors or, you know, we all know how upper management gets gets clogged. That's all this is. So regardless of the metrics, regardless of the results being proven better, work remotely, you have your traditional supervision, management, being paranoid that they might be the ones that aren't needed. Maybe because no one's there, they have to do less and could be done without. And that's the biggest thing I take away from this story. And I've seen it time and time again, uh, you know, especially in this business. I mean, in, in radio, a lot of radio went from home. I apologize if you can hear the thunder rumbling here. It's uh it's kinda shaking the studio. So I'm sure you can hear it over the microphone. But uh you know, a lot of it was done, you know, remotely. I like the interaction in here. You know, I could see both sides of it. But I've also seen in the offices I know people who work in the Insurance business. I know people who work in trading floors. I know people who do, you know, work in a lot of places where they do a lot more from home. And it could be way after work hours if their desk is there, their computer there, and they're like, "Hey, I didn't do that thing earlier today. Maybe I'll get it done now." And they spend a half an hour just finishing something up or getting started on something the day before, and the, the, for the next day. And then the next day, they're jumping on all sorts of other things that they normally wouldn't do because they have extra time. Hey, I finished off the things that I wanted to do. And they're more comfortable at home. They're not paying for childcare at home. Their life is easier at home a lot of times. Sometimes it's more tec- tec- uh, hectic. People want to get out of the house. But, uh, and I get that. Somebody said Springbrook, uh, Moscow area is getting the storm now. Rob, 81 South, mile marker 179. Raining pretty good, and we're doing a brisk five miles an hour. Uh, somebody just said bad storm, but didn't say where. Uh, flooding in music Street's heavy downpours. Can tell your weather forecast is recorded. Flipping downpour, and they are talking passing shower. No, I said heavy rain was coming down between now and 530. I'm looking at the radar, the same radars that anyone else could look at. Um, but, yes, our... Our uh, our official weather says isolated storm for this area, and and it is. If you look at the radar, they are not widespread. They are heavy. They are very dark orange and red coming through our area. So be careful out there driving. But I said that these storms would be moving from southwest to from uh, northwest to southeast, coming down from the Scranton area into the Wilkesbury area into the areas that are getting hit now. And moving to our southeast, it is a nice line of storms. I'm looking at it now, and it's—I can hear it outside. The thunder is bad. I can hear it banging on the, banging on the roof as we speak. So be careful out there. There is heavy downpours coming through the area. Slow down. There will be hydroplaning. So be careful, especially if you're on old older tires. Um, you know, in Northeast Pennsylvania, we have to take the weather seriously. Very heavy downpours in Dallas in the last 15 minutes still going on. Yeah, like I said, it should be past us about 5.30-ish, maybe 6. Hopefully a little before that. but It looks like about 5.30. It should be down in our area. Unless new storms blow up behind these. It doesn't look like it on the radar, but I'm not the weather person. I'm just saying what I see on the radar right now. And hopefully I can get open some uh, some of my apps because I can't get any of them open right now. It's... uh. Yeah, I'm just looking through the text message now. A lot of people dealing with the rain in our area. But uh, weather, weather, regardless of what it is in northeast Pennsylvania, is is usually pretty serious. We get these heavy downpours these time of years. We get the flooding, you know, real quick, especially, you know, if it hasn't been raining that much. You know, we get a lot of runoff. And, uh, you know, with the winter, winter's winter in northeast Pennsylvania. Hopefully we have a winter like we had last winter, where it wasn't much of a winter. Except for our ski resorts, I know you know they they got beat up pretty good this year. You know they made snow when they could make snow. But we uh I've often told you here because I started the uh, end of January that uh go up there, spend some money in the bar, spend some money in the restaurants at the at the ski resorts. You know, all all the ones in our area. You got Montage, you got Elk Mountain, you got a bunch of them here. You know, even if you can't get out there on the slopes, go have dinner there. You know, go have a couple drinks there instead of somewhere else. You know, let the staff there know that that that, that you still support them, and uh, you know that goes for any time of year. Nanakoke heavy rain now. Kingston is getting hammered too. Yes, it's uh, in our area, and I'm sure. Uh, Nikki has some wonderful traffic for us. Somebody yes. said 81 is crawling at uh, five miles an hour. Yeah,
1: you're going to have problems on 81 because this weather is just, uh, I think, causing the m- most uh, parts of the problem. And the, I, I can't even talk, right? Can I go home? Oh no, you need me right now, don't you? So yes, you can expect to dip below even 20 miles per hour on 81 both directions between Wilkesbury and Scranton. There are various areas. Use caution. Those heavy downpours are making it rough. We also have uh, the construction in front of the Viewmont Mall on the Scranton Carbon Dale highway, which is causing a backup. And then, oh, geez, um, I I guess it goes unsaid, doesn't it, the rest of it? Like, it's just, just use caution. Slow go heading into the back mountain on Route 309 South Memorial Highway. Whenever you see a traffic problem, call our jam line 570-883-7269. Is it Friday yet? Nikki Stone, WILK Traffic.
0: Thank you, Nikki. Here's the Storm Tracker 16 forecast from Chief Meteorologist Kurt Aaron. I I've, it was kicked out of everything. I'm trying to get back into all my stuff. Oh, uh, today mix of sun and clouds with a uh, heavy storms moving through our area now with a high of 85. It's currently 79 here in the station. Tonight increasing clouds with seasonal temperatures low 62. Thursday showers, storms, and downpours. High 78. Friday great start to the weekend. Mix of sun and clouds. High 83. It's heavy rain moving through our area at 422. Like I said, it's 79 degrees here at your official weather station, WILK. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. 426 here. The storms are coming through our area, so be careful out there. Drive carefully. Uh, and, yeah, we got a bunch of uh, EAS weather alerts earlier in the week and none today so far. And uh, people are saying the storms are worse today than they were Uh, That day. But again, they were hit or miss. They were tornado warnings and and such like this. This is heavy downpours, heavy rain, blinding rain. Be careful. Driving rain, sideways rain. Uh, This is the story I want to talk about in the last segment that I couldn't pull up. But uh, the committee, considering how to spend Lackawanna County's share of the National Opioid Settlement Plans to use initial funds to address housing instability, which members say remains a major obstacle for people seeking treatment. Now, this is $9.7 million that the county has to spend on this. Uh, formed in March, the ultimate the Opioid Settlement Fund Committee is tasked with deciding how best to spend the $9.7 million in the county will receive over the next 18 years from a settlement reached with manufacturers and distributors for op- opioid-based drugs. The county also expects to receive an additional $7.9 million from a separate settlement with three pharmacy chains and two additional manufacturers. The county this far has received $1.8 million of the funds. Committee members say the initial focus is on creating transi- transitional housing to assist people in recovery. Now, they are originally looking at uh, the former Dr. Peter M. Mensky Vocational Technical School in Mayfield, to a traditional housing unit it would also provide substance abuse and mental health treatment to people recovering who would live on site for 6 to 12 months. The committee is now looking at alternative sites, including vacant buildings in Clark Summit State Hospital, after determining the Mensky Building is not financially feasible. And here's where this whole thing lost me. Member, committee member, William Browning, director of the county's Department of Human Services, said following the committee's meeting on Tuesday. So the guy who oversees children and youth in Lackawanna County that lost its accreditation, that can't seem to hire people, that no one wants to seem to work for, who's defending people who are charged criminally, blindly, who is basically pointing fingers at police and prosecutors instead of looking in his own house, is in charge of millions of dollars in settlement money for Lackawanna County. Now, there's 11 members on this committee. And there's plenty of other people in there. It looks like uh, Lackawanna County Judge Michael Barassi is one of the 11 county members. Browning, William Browning, said he hoped to use some funding his department received from the state to pay for part of the renovations to the Mensky building. The state initially approved the funding. That's the building in Mayfield. Approved the funding, but it was disapproved when he received its his final budget. He said the owner of the building is working to obtain federal funding that would offset the cost, but it's not yet in place. We need to move forward with these projects, Browning said. If the funding is here, we'll explore that at next time. But Yeah, it's great you're getting the funding from the opioid settlement plan. It's great you have plans to actually help the people that are affected most by it and need treatment, need counseling, need rehab, need whatever they need, need housing. Once you put someone like a Bill Browning in charge of this, whose track history is not the best, I mean, I'm just saying in the news cycle for the past month, right, no one wants to seem to work for him. His department's down 40 people. They've lost their accreditation. It's been downgraded. I shouldn't say lost. It was downgraded to provisional. Came up with a three-page plan, 15-point plan, that, that is almost comical if it wasn't kids' safety in the, in, in jeopardy is in charge of millions of dollars. Let's put him on a committee in charge of millions of dollars for Lackawanna County. What more could we screw up in Lackawanna County? I mean, do they have a dartboard in the county commissioner's office where they said, you know, how do we screw up more next? Two of them are out the door. They don't care. And the one who should care has been silent. I'll tell you what, this election... For the county commissioners couldn't come soon enough. And hopefully they clean house. But just more shaking your head from Lackawanna County. A- and this is as Luzerne County, children and youth, just hired 10 people last, last month. They are making strives. They have a leader there that is actually leading, taking responsibility, building their department. Here? Haven't seen anything, right? It's been crickets since that plan came out. Have they been instituting the plan? At Lackawanna County Children and Youth? Or is that maybe, the, maybe William Brown shouldn't be on this committee and be, should be paying more attention to children and youth? You know, the agency that's failing miserable. Not like County Commissioner Notariani said is a state model doing things right. No, they're not, Commissioner. You're lying to your constituents. You're lying through your teeth to your constituents. The door can't come quick enough. It's 432 here at WILK. We'll be back after the news. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. It's 438. It's the point in the show where we honor our police officers who made the ultimate sacrifice throughout the nation. 78 police officers made the ultimate sacrifice on this day, two of them from here in Pennsylvania. We're going to start off with Correctional Officer Charles Robert Elder, Pennsylvania Department of Corrections in 1954 was killed during an escape attempt between 7.15 a.m. and 8.10 a.m. 10 10 officer Eldo was assaulted and stabbed to death by one of four inmates while he was in the bake shop at State Correctional Institute at Huntingdon. The inmates were attempting to escape through the bake shop. Next one is a Special Police Officer Peter Kozlowski. Mount Carmel Borough Police Department, Pennsylvania, 1921, was shot and killed at the scene of a domestic disturbance in which a man had shot his father-in-law. When officers arrived, the suspect shot Officer Kozlowski, his partner. Officer Kozlowski tackled the suspect and was shot in the heart and killed. Other officers at the scene returned fire, killing the suspect. Officer Kozlowski has been with the agency for six months and was survived by his wife and two children. And that's our, uh, that's our two from our area. And our thoughts and prayers... For a safe return each day, go out to all of our uh, first responders out there. Jake, are you available? I might get you in on this conversation here. Um, what's going on in college football this past week? I mean, it looks like the Pac-12 and the Big Ten. and
2: Yeah, pretty uh, much the Pac-12 is going to be no more before you know it. I mean, you've, when you've got people like... USC, for instance, they're now part of the Big Ten, and it's it is pretty weird because when you think of USC, you think of you know UCLA, and I mean here they are going to be a part of Penn State schedule and everything. It's definitely a strange sign, sign of the times for that matter. Because I mean, man, for the longest time, like the Pac-12 was like one of the premier conferences, and in, in yeah, College you got Hall.
0: Oregon, Washington, they yeah. uh, moving from the Pac-12 to the big for the Big Ten. Uh, USC, UCLA, Uh, you have Arizona, Arizona State, and Utah said they would also leave the Pac-12 for the Big 12, a decision Colorado made two weeks ago.
2: Yeah, and while we're talking about Colorado, that's also another thing to mention today. Deion Sanders is 56 years old, and he is now the head coach at Colorado, and his son, I think his name's son, is Shadur. He's the quarterback for them, so yeah, yeah, man, it's it's definitely been a a really really weird time in college football when you see when you see these teams leaving the traditional conferences that they've been in for for a different one and there's and then you know you still have notre dame and obviously army navy and whatnot still being the the lone independence i guess of of college football so
0: yeah you have a What do we have? We have Navy and Notre Dame playing in Ireland the end of this month. Yeah, my, my daughter August will be at the game. Oh, She'll be wow. part of the midshipman there. That's but, amazing. you know, we're looking at the Big Ten. You'll have Rutgers, Penn State, and Maryland possibly having to go out to Oregon, USC. or Yeah. Um, that's that's going to be gonna quite be, a round-trip uh, weekend gonna for them. There's
2: going to be some late-night games for sure.
0: Yeah, yeah no like doubt. are
2: a 10 o'clock kickoff here.
0: Yeah, so it looks like uh, some big changes coming in college football, and uh, they're moving fast, so it looks like uh, – like I said, what's what the 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 uh, Pac-12 is just going to have Stanford, Cal, Oregon State, and Washington State. So I know the, the
1: sports talk is all great and stuff, but I have other stations to be at. Yeah, you? <laughs> you bo- I was going to fall asleep here. What,
0: what's your thoughts on the Pac-12, Nikki?
1: Yeah, what are they, Nicky? Any good ones that can land on the Dolphins in 2024? You start naming
0: cigarette brands, you're out. <laughs> That's the only Pack 12 Nicky. I know.
1: It's a 20-pack.
0: Uh, well, it's 4.42 here. Time for traffic and weather.
1: Were the Dolphins included in that, Jake?
0: The Dolphins.
2: Oh. Well, I said... Go I'm Mets! Sure. <laughs> hey, there might be some players in the Pac-12 they could, they could take in 2024. Jeff
1: Gordon still playing? No, uh, just
2: asking. Neither is Dale Jr. Asking for a friend. <laughs>
1: this traffic update is brought to you by Penteladata Internet. Now, the outbound lanes of the Biden, Expr- the Central Scranton Expressway, are all jammed up. There is a car into this uh, the wall there or whatever. Uh, so, it's pretty much like his presidency. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I, I think the person we never, hope everybody's okay in w- that accident was never well. on that road before, but realized the name of it and just you know. But that's just me. Uh, Yes, we hope that everybody's fine. But there was a vehicle into a wall. Um, So that area is all jammed up. You have a jam on Route 11 Main Street in Plymouth near Washington Ave because of a wreck there. It is very slow go from Blackman Street, Wilkesbury all the way through the Scranton area, both directions, 81. Whenever you see a traffic problem, call our jam line 570-883-7269. Nikki Stone, WILK Traffic.
0: Thank you, Nikki. Here's the Storm Tracker 16 forecast from Chief Meteorologist Kurt Aaron. Tonight, increasing clouds and seasonal temperatures. Those storms should be moving out of our area shortly. Uh, they're pretty much on the edge of the 81 corridor, moving, moving east. So they should be out of our area in the next 15-20 minutes. Um, Thursday, showers, storms, and downpours possible. High 78. Friday, great start to the weekend. Mix of sun and clouds. High 83. Currently 80 degrees, 80 degrees with some thunderstorms moving through our area at 443 here at your official weather station, WILK. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio, 103.1 FM 910 980 1300 AM or anywhere on that Odyssey app. You can also download the podcast anywhere you get your favorite podcast. There's plenty of platforms there. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast, you just search the Rob O'Donnell Show or any of the shows here. On WILK News Radio, and you can download them, listen whenever you want at your leisure. It's 4:48 here, 80 degrees. The storms are moving. I don't hear it raining on the roof anymore, so we're moving out of the area, and the radar's showing that. Uh, you can call or text the show at 570-883-0098. Let's go to the phones. We have uh, Dave from Kingston on worker productivity.
3: Hey Rob, uh, thank you for taking my call. Yeah, really quick before uh, worker productivity, you, you mentioned the West Nile virus. That's been going on in this area for quite some time now. We also have malaria-carrying mosquitoes in Florida and parts of Texas, and that's just due to climate change. I mean, that's just don't that type of stuff is not continue to happen. I mean, we have. Uh, Record flooding in Alaska due to a glacier melting. We have wildfires in Canada and Hawaii. We have uh, other flooding throughout the United States. We have heat waves so hot that people are passing out in Arizona that when they fall onto the pavement, they get third-degree burns. Okay, so it's just going to keep on getting worse. But, uh, when it comes to wor- worker productivity, worker productivity is 3.5 times higher Than wages in the United States, okay, and it's been like that for the last 40 years. You know, workers uh, work hard, and they're not getting paid what they're worth, and that's been a trend until recently, until bargain actually. You know, you also talk about theft and everything. You know, wage theft costs workers over $50 billion a year in the United States because these corporations, uh, they get subsidized by the government, and they don't really have to pay their workers a decent wage.
0: Well, do you think people are more productive when they work from home? Because that's what the conversation was about.
3: Yes, I do agree with that. Yes. Yeah. I mean, do you want a boss telling you you're not doing your job all the time when you actually are? Or, you know, someone, like you said, someone who's just there to justify their job, you know? That's what you see a lot.
0: That's what I think the paranoia was, and that's where, you know, I tried to focus that on.
3: Um, But. Also, it's so rent because a lot of these companies bought rental space and everything, and there's no one working in them. So now they have to justify that rank, and you know, have you know the same corporations own the rental property as well. So they want people to actually be there to justify it, and you know so they can then write it off.
0: Yeah, and um, I'm I'm looking at the NIH publication right now for the National Library of Medicine. And uh, basically, West Nile came here from migrating birds, not because of climate change.
3: Well, yeah, birds are coming back sooner and not leaving as much as they wanted to. Okay, we have... No,
0: birds in the the southern hemisphere are being bitten by these mosquitoes. They're coming up here. Mosquitoes up here are biting those same birds when they're up here. And uh, that's why mosquitoes are coming down with it. That's why we have the avian flu. That's why we have a lot of things. And it's all because of migrating birds.
3: Right. And the migration patterns are changing due to climate change. I mean, that's why we have malaria now in Florida and Texas, which, you know, Abbott and uh, DeSantis refuse to do anything about. I guess that would be too woke to, you know, stop, you know, malaria going through their states, you know.
0: I haven't heard of a widespread malaria death rate in in our southern states, and and when I do, we'll talk about it. Well, not now, yet. Ned, Let me ask you. Let me ask you now. Uh, I was just listening to a story on my way in today where UPS drivers now, because they run on strike in their new settlement, uh, they'll be making one hundred seventy thousand dollars yes. a driver after yes. five years, a top pay. Now, okay. now, great. For, for you, someone I know, great, but for someone who you who buys, and sells, buys and sells, but yet yeah, eventually, you know, USPS is always not the the greatest effort. Now, uh, wouldn't costs for shipping things be increased? Or you think
3: that? Uh, to be fair, I do think the the, the post office is far better than FedEx and UPS. FedEx, by the way, isn't unionized, okay, and I don't think the other one is, DL or whatever it is. DHL. But I always like Priority Mail far better than FedEx or UPS. They're faster, they're cheaper, and they're actually quicker, and they have better service and better tracking numbers.
0: Okay, and because UPS rates are now higher, you don't think the Postal Service and FedEx and the rest are going to at least have to increase their wages to compete with them?
3: Uh, no, I don't think so. You, you don't think so? I mean, you, uh, the post office doesn't increase prices like those other companies. DHL is the other one, I guess, right? But yeah, no, you, again, I don't use UPS unless no, I, I really, talking, really have to. I'm not to. talking about yeah.
0: prices. I'm talking about the pay for their employees. I mean, if you have a McDonald's and Burger King next to each other, and one's paying $20 an hour, one's paying $10 an hour, where are you going to go as an employee to work?
3: Right, but uh, you know the uh, do I uh, truck drivers, UPS, for the
0: post office, and
3: FedEx the United do States the same. post office has other benefits, so better retirement things like that. So no, there's other incentives. They used plus, to. you get a government health care plan.
0: Well, they used to be like that, but it's getting far worse, especially for the United States well, Postal Service. I have many. Yeah, in them, I have many of so them we who still, text in all the time.
3: All right, because we still have uh, Trump's uh, Postmaster General in charge. Of uh, the UPS, yeah, it, I don't it's, know. What, it's
0: Trump's fault right. that Biden continued to keep his guy in place, right? Well, Biden just can't get rid of
3: them. No, but he, I do yeah, want to say yeah, thank he, you. He, on... Yeah, he can. No, there's a board, and they has to go through a board. Yeah, he can't just get rid of. Yeah, he can. Rid of them. Uh, well, that's not how I read it. But I do want to say thank you on one thing, Rob. Sure. Uh, besides taking my calls, I want to thank you for. Biden was able to get things done that Trump was not able to get done, like two infrastructure bills. If you're on Social Security, you got the largest uh, increase in uh, pay. You know, Social Security Dan, increase went, in the I decade.
0: The, I went through the infrastructure bill in the Chips Act yesterday after our conversation. And you said Trump you, you wanted you, to get you, that you, done. You, and you, he didn't. You said it never started. You said he never started. It was the same bill. It was oh. just brought in. To that, and, and, and wasn't, it passed, wasn't but... it wasn't passed because the Democrats were holding up the bill. And as soon as Biden, not, in, as soon as Biden got Trump in, they figured, two years they of figured the, they figured the government of the Senate and the House. Yeah, and you need a majority. You need that sixty percent, sixty vote threshold. Yeah. Don't and you? Biden was still able to get a Republicans to vote That's, vote that's for because Republicans it. wanted the infrastructure and started the infrastructure bill and the semiconductor right. bill. You you just can't. You just can't. You just say one person doesn't exist and the other one does exist. They both got it done. And if you can't give the credit there, I read through the list of things. The reason there's a 12 billion dollar chip program is because Trump started it in the first year of his presidency. And it's not going to be complete until 2024. That's not a
3: Biden accomplishment. Uh, how is it not when it passed under I like, That's what I don't get. Again, it how started in 2017. about deal that never happened it under Trump like, about?
0: It started in 2017. They were building their infrastructure. Now, yes. it won't become to fruition until 2024. But I understand. Uh, Our, orange uh, hair man, bad. Biden, good. Well, even, we,
3: even though no one else on sees Medicaid, it that way. If you on Medicaid, Social Security, or Medicare they are far better off. Now the government, which Republicans and uh, right-wing judges right. are trying to kill. Dave, no one's uh, trying to kill Medicare the government... We're going to
0: have to leave it there, Dave. No one's trying to kill Social Security or Medicare. And everyone who calls this show or talks or text messages the show that's on Social Security or Medicare is hurting right now. They are not doing better than they ever did before. It's 4.56 here at WILK. We'll be back with the Rob O'Donnell Show in just a minute. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. Yeah, I'm... Doing this Be the New You thing, uh, I'm between 23 and 25 pounds now. I got my weigh-in the tomorrow. Tomorrow I weigh in again, and uh, we'll see where we are. I don't think there's a big loss this week, but I don't think I gained either, which is always a good thing. It's the summer. I'm living life. I'm doing things that you do in the summer. I'm eating out. I'm you know, having a couple of drinks here and there when I when I need to on the weekend. was away this weekend. And that's just the way uh, the summer goes and living your life. That's one of the things I like about Be the New You. It's versatility. It's 5 o'clock here on WILK. We'll be back after these messages.